0: Somebody like Tiana Taylor can wear it and people are like, oh, that's dope. Somebody like Chris Paul can wear it. They right, like, right. oh, that's dope. Somebody like, you know, Giannis can wear it from mm-hmm. Greece. And they like, oh, he wearing. Bro, I was playing 2K. We got it in NBA 2K. There are white kids wearing this hoodie. That's crazy. I'm like, so I'm on my mic, like, you have no idea what you got on. <laughs> Obviously they don't, they don't know what's me. They don't know I yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you have no idea what you're wearing. And they're like, yeah, it was free in the store. It was free in the uh, in the merch store. Because I told the guys at NBA 2K, when you put my merch in the game, I want it oh, to be free. they're wearing it in the game. In the game. Like when you walk around a park, you can like play in clothes. So you got Nike, you got Adidas, you got those brands, and then you have my brand. And I wanted it to be free because don't waste your money on this. I want it to be free so everybody can be wearing it. So the day we dropped, we dropped the Black History Month. They tried to drop it in November for Black Friday. I said, no. Drop at Black History Month when people are more likely to support Black right, people, right? Right, right. Right. So people are wearing it around. I'm just watching these white characters play it. I mean, play with it on, and I'm just like, Yo, this is amazing that this kid has no idea what he's wearing, and he doesn't know that he's promoting HBCUs all over the game. It's millions of people that play the game a day. Right. myself in two words rich and unemployed these stones cost two birds
1: let it count it when she boy deposit hit chicks clearing void I know that ain't my it's called null void where we going money going up money countin'. welcome yeah, yeah. my money going to Podcast I'm your host Jonathan Dukeson aka Finesse and uh before we get started go ahead and like and subscribe to the channel make sure you guys check out the patreon uh, check out the website, uh, www.richunemployed.net. And we've got a very, very special guest, man. And I, I I hope that he's rich and unemployed. Are you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Most oh, definitely. Oh, for sure. Most definitely. we going to get out of him. All right. So uh, we both are wearing our clothing brands. Um, he's definitely more experienced than me. Um, if you haven't seen this, this is a really, really big brand. And if you went to college, if you watched the NBA, hell, if you play 2K, You've seen this brand. So go ahead, introduce yourself. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, my name is
0: Corey Arvinger. I serve as the CEO of a company called Support Black Colleges, where we basically focus on getting our black kids mm-hmm. back to our black schools. Just as simple as that, through clothing. Through clothing, bro.
1: And that is like, bro, how long has this journey been for you?
0: It's crazy. It really started in 2012, uh-huh. but I can't really claim it because I didn't really know what I was doing. Yeah. I kind of was just making clothes for fun. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be different and have something different. But I would say when I started taking it really seriously and like had no other option, mm-hmm. it was about three years ago. Three years? About three years ago.
1: <laughs> man, y'all call the brand is so dope. Man, I'm talking about, I, I didn't seen so many celebrities in this brand, man, and NBA players, rappers. And let's get this out of the way. Cause you have a method called the pull-up method. Oh yeah. And, um, To do that, bro, you need hella confidence, man. Can you break down this pull-up method (laughs) and how it is so effective? Yeah. I
0: mean, I think a lot of people look at celebrities and put them on this pedestal. Yeah. And the thing is, when you do that, you almost cheat yourself out of the opportunity to to get to know them and Mm -hmm. to get to have them a part of whatever you have
1: going on. Mm -hmm.
0: So for me, I see a celebrity. Let's just say, for instance, the last person I pulled up on was Angelina Jolie. Yeah. She at Spellhouse Homecoming.
1: Hold on, Angelina Jolie? No. Angelina Jolie,
0: no cap. I will never approach her, bro. <laughs> I mean, like, it's intimidating, don't get me yeah. wrong. But for me, it's like, the worst they can say is no. That's
1: the worst, it's only two answers. Like, or, yeah, yeah. or
0: like the bodyguard can like body slam you, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. like, I'm taking that risk. I yeah. want the risk. And so, you know, she was walking through the crowd and everybody was looking, but nobody was saying nothing. And I'm like, yo, y'all all looking. If y'all want to say something, take a picture whatever. Yeah. Just make that move. So I'm like this. Her daughter goes to Spelman, I know that. So what I do is I approach her daughter and say, hey, I got a gift for you, but I made sure I had another one for Angelina as well. Yeah. So I'm like, I run a brand called Support by Colleges. I'm giving her my whole spiel. I give her the hoodie, and I'm like, of course I got one for you too. Yeah. And then they're like, oh my God, this is so dope. And so I'm talking to them, and we just chat, chopping it up, and I'll be like, I would love to take a picture with y'all if that's okay. Yeah. And then they just got a gift, so they're going to say yes, obviously. And so we end up taking a picture. Now what I like to do is I like to document the process because I feel like if people don't see it, they don't know how easy it is. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was when I saw her, I got my phone, I started pushing record. I just started running towards her, yeah, yeah. like literally how yeah, I'd be yeah. in real life. Yeah. And most people be like, "Why are you running, bro? Like you, you look like a square, like." And I'm yeah. like, "Nah, like you don't understand. If Angelina Jolie." Mm-hmm. Puts this hoodie on and it's it's seen anywhere. Yeah, yeah. The impact that it could have is way greater than me looking like a cornball for thirty seconds.
1: Who cares
0: a damn? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who cares? But some people are too cool to like. Yeah. Go do that to pull up on a celebrity or to you know have that conversation. And for me, I would rather look like that and have a potential impact of uh, influence and changing my whole business.
1: Man, okay, I'm definitely gonna steal that and put that in my playbook. Oh yeah, use that, please. Um, so like you just you just have these items on hand.
0: Yeah, so at the time we were vending at the actual event, Mm -hmm. but at any point in time in my car, I'll have a small, medium, large hoodie, XL hoodie, just in the car, Uh just because. So, for instance, I was at Clark Atlanta's homecoming and I was playing in the Clark Atlanta alumni basketball game. Don't ask because I didn't go to Clark Atlanta and I'm not an alum of their basketball team, but Uh I was playing in the game. You are gonna find a way. (laughs) I'm gonna find a (laughs) way, oh, you know us. We are gonna finesse our way in there, you feel what I'm saying? But um, Dwight Howard was there. Mm -hmm. I didn't know he was coming. I didn't know if that was a thing, but I had no clue he was coming. And I'm like, oh, I got a blue hoodie in the car. So as soon as I saw him leaving out, I ran to my car to get my hoodie. Same thing, I picked up my phone and I started running. Cause I wanted to show people the process of yeah, what it looked yeah. like. I pulled up on him. He actually was like, oh, I'm about to put this on now. He put it on, he was like, let's record a video. We recorded the video. Imagine if I just wouldn't have, wouldn't have went. Like, right, right, right. There's so many people who want to do the same thing I did but didn't do it because of fear or rejection or looking stupid, but not me. I'm willing to do it, and that's how my brand has grown in these three years. It's influencers like him, Chris Paul, Zion Williamson, Giannis, Tiana Taylor, Mulatto, Moneyback, Like Those are the kind of
1: people who we've been able to get from this method. So I guess the first rule would be, To have items on deck oh yeah (laughs)
0: always stay prepared if you always stay ready
1: you don't have to get ready ready. and a
0: lot of people miss the opportunity because they're not prepared for the opportunity Mm -hmm. for me i'm always prepared for the opportunity so i don't miss it when it does come and then number two have confidence yeah Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to Oh, the worst that can happen is you get told no or potentially a body slam. Mm-hmm. Either way, I'll take both. Because <laughs> a lawsuit may be coming after that, so I'm good with yeah, either yeah, one. For sure. <laughs> I'm good with either one.
1: I know for me, like, lately I've been getting, like, I'm, I am won't say I'm a celebrity, but people walk up to me and they, they're they kind of, like, amazed when they see me. Oh, for sure. And, you know, I'm humble. And, I'm, yeah. and I believe all celebrities are humble. We just look at them real different. That's true. When we see them on TV, like, they're this person. When we see them in person, it's like... Mm -hmm. Damn this person's really in front of me. Yeah, so I've been getting these type of situations like when people approach me I'm very kind like whatever you want to hand me. I'm Mm -hmm. you want to take a picture whatever it is, right? And now I'm trying to Basically reverse that camera now. It's like I can do the same thing if people could approach and I'm this way I know these celebrities are the same
0: way exactly I mean bro, you gotta think about it like this like you got a post that goes viral or something that happens there's a certain eye that has never seen you before. Yes. So their only impression is the viral impression. Mm-hmm. So when you only have the viral impression, in your mind you're like, who is this? He's mysterious, he wears shades during his podcast, he's so cool, he got the jewelry, he yes. got the tats. Like they like, yo, this person is amazing. And yes. that's cool, I respect it. and I'm glad you think about it like that. Now, my experience with you, you have, we meet each other, mm-hmm. it's like, oh man, he down to earth too? And yes. it gives you that confidence to talk to the next person, the next person. Mm-hmm. So I think as us, as the people who receive that kind of attention, we have to be willing to understand that if we were able to receive like that, so can somebody that's a big influence or a celebrity, bro, they're going to be just like us because, you know, it's all about the approach. Right, right. If you don't come too thirsty or too crazy, then I'm, I'm for sure going to take a picture of what's up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about the energy you come with. Some people be coming kind of OD, so that's why I'd be like, ah. Now, has anybody ever told you no? Like, nah, no. Yeah, I got told no a few times. Um, and it's never been like bad or negative. Um, I got told no when I tried to pull up on. Um, uh, usher at one uh not one music festival what, what i was at uh that was a festival that just happened one music fest mm-hmm. one music fest he surprised um everybody he came up with the city girls i put up on usher he didn't say no but his four six eight security guards said no <laughs> so i'm sitting there with my hoodie and i'm like oh snap there's usher like usher would change my business yeah. usher having it doing all that extra <laughs> you know what usher be on like having him wear the stuff would be crazy so i tried to pull up on him and the dude was like like no, back up. Yeah, I'm like ooh. So I'm like, all right, let me try again. Let me just like yeah, let me feel yeah. it out. So he went into his little dressing room. I waited around for like 45 minutes. Posted, waited for the, everything to cool down. Most of the people who were following the crowd left. So it was me and maybe like six people left. So I'm like, all right, my chances are better because there's less people to be in the way. Mm-hmm. He came out. It was kind of the same thing. They was really like on some bro. Ain't no way you getting close to him. It's Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> that's cool. Like I, yeah. it is what it is and that's okay and you know just next time there'll be an opportunity where i get to see him and, I, and i'll be like yo i tried to pull up on you on one music it didn't work but right. i'm back and he's gonna respect that because he's like yo, your perseverance your persistence right, right, right. is what i love and so i'm prepared for it
1: don't give up that's another rule do not give, give up. up man don't cheat yourself it's out of business. the opportunity
0: okay how are you getting backstage like how you so <laughs> it's actually crazy my friend works for live nation urban so any live somebody. nation urban event <laughs> like i can i can pretty much get to hmm so yeah that's the plug shout out to the plug Oh, okay. All right.
1: (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by Rich and Unemployed Clothing. Listen, have you guys checked out the website? Have you guys copied some merch? You can do so while watching this episode right now. So if you haven't done so, go ahead. It's right there at the bottom. Go ahead. Click. Go to the website. Go ahead and copy some merch. Man, we got these new hoodies in. We got headscarves in. We got hats. We got caps. We got the black and gold Rich and Unemployed cap. So make sure you guys tap in. Grab some merch while watching this episode. Because listen, giving it to you. Giving it to you good. Wait, pause. All right, back to the episode. All right, let's get some people, some game that, that, that are trying to start a clothing brand. Um, so? You're 10 years in, uh, three years serious. Mm-hmm. So how did you come up with the logo? Yeah, so my cousin, a lot of people don't know, but my cousin
0: is Cool Kai. So he's a guy on Instagram who makes sneakers and mm-hmm. he's known for the clothing business. Um, he actually helped me design the logo uh, when I was a sophomore in college. So he was more of the design brain I was more like the ideas and the, you know, conception brain uh-huh. and um, he actually helped me come with the logo. We went, initially it was like a green, red, black, and we used those old like primary colors, yeah. but like African yeah. colors. And we took a like Martin approach, that old Martin, yeah, yeah, Will Smith, yeah. fresh prints kind of vibe to the logo. We wanted something like a shield, like a patch. When you wore it, you felt proud. Yeah. And instead of doing a regular screen print, we do these Chanel patches because nobody was doing that at the time. Mm-hmm. And so when we did that, we heat pressed them and then we did this extra stitching. So that they would never come off. So even if the stitching uh, un- underneath comes uh, off, it's all of our hoodies are stitched like that. So there is no way in the world that this will ever come off. And so we wanted to make something different that stood out amongst everything else. Mm-hmm. And this has been our our hero
1: product for years now. That's dope. I actually wear the red one on my plane rides, and um, okay. I wear my version on tour. I make sure when I walk through the airport because I know it's like free advertising. It's That's like, a, it. it's like a billboard. There's so many people in the airport. That's um, it. but when I wear mine, people always stop me. When I wear yours, people was like, yo, I like that. That's dope. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm pretty sure they, they seen it before, but yeah, people got to understand that. Like you wear your brand, like everywhere, everywhere. And I started noticing that with like you mm-hmm. wallow, uh, just different brands. Like this is all they wear. And it's like, let's not celebrate and let's not promote other people's designers and stuff like that promote your own stuff, and yeah. it's like, you just, you just never know, people don't even know it's mine.
0: Right, right, <laughs> just and, wearing it.
1: Right, where can I get that from?
0: Who is that, I'm like, it was mine, oh wow. Bro, it's but, so um, crazy, like, there's sometimes I wear my stuff and people don't know it's me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm the owner, I'm the creator of it, and I love that because I can say, how was your experience with this company? Like, what did yeah. you think about the quality of it? And they'd be like, oh, I loved it, or this happened, and I can immediately fix or rectify a situation or figure out where my holes are in my business just by talking to that person right there. Mm -hmm. But when I don't wear my stuff, I miss out on the opportunity not only to promote myself, but potentially fix an issue that I may have in my business. Mm -hmm. So for me, I always like to be a walking billboard because why would somebody else wear my stuff if I don't even wear it? That's a fact. If you catch me out of my stuff, just know like it was dirty or like I just (laughs) ran out the house or something. But I'm always wear my stuff. And some of these brand owners, they're out here with their clothing line. They're saying, oh, so-and-so won't buy from me or I never get any sales. bro. You. Even wear your own stuff. Right. Like, I've never seen you wear your own clothes, but you worried about why somebody else won't buy from you. Mm -hmm. It don't make no sense to me. So
1: you're the reason I actually started playing basketball in my uh brand. (laughs) (laughs) Corey, dude. I'm gonna do it too, man. Yo, no, let me
0: say something real quick. Yo, you be playing the cool grays, I'd be like, bro, (laughs) you playing the red ones, yes, but no, 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 it's not the same, bro. The cool gray release, like you gotta remember, like, so as a as a as a young child. I couldn't afford the Cool Grey 11s. I I couldn't get those shoes. So I have them now, but they're like... I've never worn them. They're like a coveted shoe. And you just be hooping in the I'll be like, bro, you aren't tripping, <laughs> bro. Like, but, but I respect it. I, I play I love 11s, but I ain't yeah. playing in those. I don't play my breads. I play in some, you know, all rare ones Can't play in no the man. breads.
1: Okay. I just didn't look at the cool grades like that. I yeah. don't know. It just the <laughs> breads I will never play in. I know that. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. The okay. others, they just not getting touched. No, nah, for sure. For sure. I've never been like the Jordan guy for real. Yeah. So like it, it doesn't hit me like it hit you though. It definitely hit me. I couldn't believe it. But you know. A lot of people say that, like, the cool grades Bro, when you rich and unemployed, you ain't got to worry <laughs> about nobody. That's it. That's Look at another it. pair. I got a I plug that's going to give me another one. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right. So, in your seven years that before, okay, 10-year, 3 years, you took a serious In the seven years, where did you fail at? Like, what did you, how did you fail over and over again? And what was your biggest mistakes? Let's go with that. I mean, so many. Like, I think
0: one of the biggest failures I had was not being consistent. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can't expect a brand to grow if I'm not consistently working on it. And so many people are the same way. You want your brand to grow, you want to make money, you want to get influencers, you want to get followers, but you're not every day putting in a little effort to get towards the end goal, which is to have the biggest brand possible. Mm -hmm. So in between those seven years, I was doing stuff like I worked for Tyler Perry, I did marketing and branding. I had my own social media marketing company where I was helping people grow their social media. I was doing everything but my brand. Mm -hmm. And so there came a point in time where when I was working for Tyler Perry, I was kind of just like, I like doing this, but this is not where I see myself like, having a career for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I made a conscious effort to be like, you know what, I'm gonna quit. I'm just gonna quit. And it, it's nothing wrong with it. I just need to change my situation, change my environment. Yeah. And so I decided to go full-time with support by colleges. And the result of that was, you know, obviously what you see today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think consistency is the main thing for not just me, but a lot of people, just not being consistent. And then a lot of people are comparing their journeys to other people. Oh, man. Like you get on social media, you see somebody, oh, this, he got this, he got that. Oh, he did a hundred thousand dollars today. He did, Yo, you, you never know where they at in their business mm-hmm. or their journey. Like they could be on day 105 and you on day two and you like trying to compare your journey. And I think so many times we do ourselves a disservice by comparing yeah. ourselves to others. And it causes us to have a mindset where, Oh, well, since he already did, I guess, you know, it ain't possible for me. Right, right, right. And we get this scarcity mindset. And we feel like we can't succeed or do it because somebody else, already beat us to Mm -hmm, it when mm -hmm. I can have a clothing line that's worth millions of dollars and so can you and we could be in the same house (laughs) it don't even matter like my cousin literally has a million-dollar shoe brand and I have a million-dollar clothing line Mm -hmm. and we work together on so many things so um, I just think consistency um, and sticking to it was really my biggest mistake and now that I've done that the results have shown
1: just imagine if uh, people that uh, invented cars after Henry Ford if they would have had that same idea like come on well he already invented the car, you know, it's, it's probably just his lane. We, we're done. <laughs> I like, just imagine people had that mindset, but with consistency, though, I can say the same thing for me. Like I wasn't consistent at first with my podcast and yeah. this summer, I really kind of just locked in and I told, and I was like, you know, I'm not doing nothing else. Like right. I quit everything, whatever. I, I'm focused on podcasts. And since then, like, man, I don't know. The universe has been blessing me. Crazy. Blessings did to fall out of the sky, <laughs> but you really have to take whatever you're doing seriously. Yeah. Um, You're doing what you're supposed to be doing though, bro. Yeah. Like, it's funny, cause when you
0: first started hooping with us, like I never heard you talk much outside of just basketball talk. Yeah. And then when I see your clips on social media, I'm like, yo, he should have been talking. I know. Like <laughs> it, it's, it's so, you got so much knowledge and your life yeah. experiences are, are strong. Yeah. And so, You was doing us a disservice by
1: not letting us hear that. And now that we hear it, you see the people responding to it. Responding, man. And I'd be surprised at the people that's following me. Bro. I'd be surprised, like, (laughs) no. Yeah. (laughs) People I really look up to, like, that have really big podcasts or people that I watch sitting in prison, like, man, this is crazy. That's so dope, bro. But I just, I would never have known this if I never would, you know, took it serious, been consistent. right. You just never know where to take you. And even, too, like, I I DM'd you the other day, say, oh,
0: I think this girl would be good for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. That happens because you put yourself out there. Yeah. So now I can say, I know somebody who's perfect for this, Mm -hmm. who got the following, who got the entertainment value, who can Mm -hmm. add value to the
1: podcast. That only happens because you're doing what you're supposed to do. Right, right. And that's exactly how it's been happening. Just like connections. Right. Man, my network is getting so strong as well. Love to see it. Uh, All right. So before I ask you that, um, what other, like what mistakes could you help somebody? Because in the beginning, like it's, it's hard trying to find a manufacturer. Yes, it is. Um, it's, it's hard uh, uh, shipping. It's, it's so many aspects that, that come with a clothing brand. Um, like what could, what advice could you give the people? Yeah. A young guy out there that's, that, that just started a clothing brand.
0: Yeah, I would say for anybody who wants to start a clothing line, I would say you need to understand your true numbers. And mm-hmm. for a starting beginner clothing line, I didn't know w- what that meant. So I'll give you an example. I sell a hoodie, right? And I say, you know, this hoodie's $50. When I sell the hoodie, that doesn't mean I make $50. And so many people, they see their Shopify and it says 100,000, you don't get 100,000. Right. Okay, so the hoodie itself costs $7. Mm-hmm. The patch itself costs $2. Mm-hmm. The stitching around the person who you had to pay that person to stitch it, that's gonna cost $4, mm-hmm. right? And then you have to ship it, that might cost anywhere from five to $7. Mm-hmm. So understanding that that $50 hoodie, you actually only made $27. And so many times we spend money that we don't have based off of numbers that are not actually calculated correctly. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I didn't understand my numbers. So when we had our million dollar days, I'm like, yo, we made a million dollars in a day. Well, you really made like 600,000 and even with that 600,000, we spend a lot on marketing. We spent yeah. some on influencer yeah. marketing, we sent some on here, and so that number is even less. Mm-hmm. So you can't just start spending money willy-nilly, paying mm-hmm. yourself out and doing all these yeah. other things because you don't know your true numbers. And so many entrepreneurs who are doing the clothing space, they think that they're making a certain amount of money and they're actually not. Mm-hmm. You're actually only making a percentage of that and you're doing yourself a disservice because you are spending money that you don't actually have. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of people run into that issue and it, you know, some people it closes their business.
1: Now you seem very frugal. Um, you talk about <laughs> no, because I, I mean I watch your content too. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, I, didn't, I didn't, I don't remember the exact words you said, but I know you living below <laughs> your means for sure. And I think your mom lives with you, right? Yeah, my okay. mom and my grandma. Grandma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, why? Why are you frugal? Like, okay, yeah. well, how much is your your brand worth? Off the top of your dome. I mean, I don't know. We, we make. I mean, we make millions a year. Millions so. A year. I
0: think the worth and the value is in the people, not in what we sell online. Yeah. So the impact that we've had on the HBCU community, people attending HBCUs, I get people all the time asking, "What HBCU should I go to? Like, yeah. what do you think about this school?" And I have like, you got people like Chris Paul that's representing HBCUs on a on a national level. Yeah. You got people like Two Chains making HBCU songs, like things of that nature. That's what we do it for. You had Chloe yeah. Bailey that danced at Auntie's homecoming with the dance team. That was dope. about like, what? That was dope. That wasn't happening five six years ago. Mm-hmm. And I and. Even like NBA All-Star, we worked we did NBA All-Star for the last two years and we implemented a game where they now have an HBCU game that's played at NBA All-Star. That never happened before. Mm-hmm. So when you ask the value of the brand, it's hard for me to give it a number, but yeah. it's really about the amount of people that we affect and we impact. And we impact. Um, as far as the frugal question, I wouldn't say I'm frugal. I would just say that I spend money on things that are important to me. And so I, I bought a house last year and that was like a big investment for me. And What I decided to do was, my goal was always to retire my mom and buy her her dream house. Mm -hmm. And because I couldn't currently buy her a dream house, I could move her into mine. And so I was like, look, don't pay no rent, retire from what you're doing. You and my grandma come down here, I got two extra bedrooms, y'all can stay in those rooms. And from me doing that, just today I was late here because she launched her book today, her first book. She'd been writing that book for 20 years and she said for the first time, she had free time to actually do it because she wasn't working. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why I do what I do so that she can come down here to Atlanta, write her book and live her dream out mm-hmm. because of the time that I allow her to have. Mm-hmm. So I'm spending money on making sure they are good versus spending money on something that's not really important.
1: Yeah, that is dope. You know, I mean, some guys, man, they really don't got it like that. Yeah. And I was just having a conversation with one of my friends and he was basically saying what well, we were saying, that guys would go spend money on women and rather than go save their mom first, you know, their mom, you know, out here busting their ass daily, you know, still working. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? This is, this should be your purpose in life, That's right? True. Your mom did all she could for you. And it's like, now you got to return the favor. Yeah. It's like, we forget that. Okay, this, you know, <laughs> it's just society right now. It's just got us messed up, but- it's um, crazy, bro. I, I, I couldn't imagine it. And yeah. It's so funny, my mom
0: told me for a long time, she would think I'd never have a girlfriend cause I don't be spending money on women. Yeah, and it's cause like, I, I understand what my value is. And a lot of men don't see their value. They think that they have to lead with money. Mm. And when you have to lead with money, you have to understand that. That's all you are is a transaction to somebody, right. and when you're only a transaction, well, that's what it will always be. Always. So I'm gonna leave with me what I have to offer as far as personality and all of that other stuff. I'm gonna see if you like me for me. Yeah. And um, if you don't, then that's cool. I didn't spend no money. That's you, can, you can go. To, there's a lot. There's a lot of free dates, my
1: guy. Oh man. You, you can hang out
0: right out here at Atlantic Station. You can, yeah. you can get a cookie or something, but you yeah. know we can go to the park. It's a we can go see some light show. You can do yeah. a lot of stuff. It's free. a lot of stuff. And have free. a good time. Yes. Bro. Have a good time. But so many people will be like. Oh yeah, let's go to you know STK. STK. Hey, I was just
1: about to say that. You oh, showing
0: bro. your best hand, Yeah, you know you can't
1: keep up with this. And you gonna have to keep up with it. <laughs> you gonna have to, to you, keep up bro. with it because if you get them used to it, you can't go from STK to <laughs> some regular. You, you just have to keep up with it. It's like nine dollar stakes every every week. Come on now. But like like you said, it's free dates everywhere, and girls really appreciate that. They do. It they, they just want the time, the effort, and the mm-hmm. thought that counts. Yeah, no, exactly. They, they, but okay, your girlfriend. She's pretty. Yeah. I don't Thank be looking at her like it. that, but. No, I it. um, <laughs> <laughs> It's a compliment. Trust me. And listen, if you thought she was ugly, you'd be like, dang. Yeah. <laughs> She's a pretty girl. So like, is she, I mean, I know you're not going to talk bad about it, but okay. I'm going I'm to keep it a hundred about her. Now. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. I guess in the first approach, like, did she look like one of the, you know, the average girl in Atlanta? Yeah. So, you know, what's really crazy? I always
0: feel like things happen in your life when you are doing the things you're supposed to do. And we just kind of talked about that. So I actually met her doing community service. Mm. Every month I do this thing called hashtag lunch bag where we make food for the homeless and pass it out. Yeah. I do it every month, right? She was there, she was by herself. She was supposed to go with her medical school group, but they didn't show up. Mm-hmm. So it was just her. So it was this cute girl at the table. I'm, I'm at community service, I'm like, oh, who is this? Like, I'm asking the girl who runs, like, you know who this is? And she's like, nah. So I just sat at the table with her, we talking a little conversation, nothing too crazy. Yeah. I started talking to her. She said, oh, I'm a first year medical school student. I go to Emory Med. I want to be a doctor. I'm like, oh, snap. So a girl is at community service.
1: It's called Gravy, man. She's trying to be a doctor.
0: Like, yeah. you, don't, you don't see that in the club. No. But I'm at community service. So we make little conversation. We follow each other on social media. It's cool. Everything is like, you know, I'm liking her stories and stuff. Nothing too yeah. crazy. I, but I want to be present, like yeah, I'm here, sure. just so you know. Bro, the next week, bro, I saw her at church. I cannot make this up. I'm like, I'm like, yo. Look at God. Literally <laughs> saw her at church, and so I'm like, "Yo, this is this is a sign." Uh-huh. So I instantly was like, "Yo, I'm trying to I'm trying to talk to her." And what ended up happening was she was playing hard to get, like on some. Um, oh, I got to study. I got to study. So what I did was, I'm like, "Okay, I get you got to study today. Where you gonna be at? I'm gonna be at this library, or whatever." I went and bought her food because I was like, you know what, you're not going to have a chance to eat today since you're studying so much. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to bring you some food. And so I would like do little stuff like that here and there. And she was like, yo, every guy that tried to talk to her, once she said she was busy, they let that excuse like stop them. And I was like, nah, like if I want you, I'm going to go get you. So I'm going to do the things that don't make your life harder, but make your life easier. And it's stuff that wasn't hard for me to get. Me to Uber eat you some Chick-fil-A? Easy. I mean, it cost me $20. Easy. But look where it got me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I see the value on her. She's about to be a doctor. She lives low maintenance. Like, yeah. when we started dating, I was like, yo, stop wearing these Converse's. <laughs> Please. These white Converse, She just will wear them with everything. It was pissing me off. And I'm like, yo, we gotta get your swag up. So I bought her some like, some cement threes. I started buying yeah, some yeah. shoes. And she's like, you don't have to spend this money. Like she's very like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Um, coming from a traditional Indian and Creole family. She like, we don't spend money on stuff like that. But for me, I'm like, I can't have a dope clothing brand and dress like this. And you wearing dirty colors. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I had to retrain her mind on how to look at things. Like if you like something, you can get that. It's yeah. okay. Because I know that you're not with me for that. Right. Like when, when, when we met, the The business wasn't booming. I was driving like a two thousand six Mazda that was like, it was not in the shape that I would want to impress a girl with. Yeah. Um. I was living in an apartment that was like pretty much in the ghetto. Like, right before, right before I blew up, I met her, Mm -hmm. and I told God, I'm like, thank you God because I probably wouldn't approach her once I had my Maserati, once Mm -hmm. I had my house, my those things. It would have been harder because I knew. I would've, you know, I've been feeling myself a little bit yeah, and I would've yeah. tried to test out what that could get me. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad I met
1: her when I did. I bet that's like, well, I know that so many guys dream, like yeah. let me find a girl before the money comes because that's when you know it's, it's real. It's real. Because once once you see the Maserati and you see the Cribs and they'll see that and get attracted to that. That's and you true. don't know if it's real love or not. Do you love me because it isn't? If it was to all go away, would you still be here? Sure. Lucky for you, I don't even know how you caught that in church. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Hey, when you go to the house of the Lord, he will bless you you. with with a wife. With a wife, and it's like this is like a church you always went to.
0: Yeah, like I had been going. So she says I went to the heathen service. That was a 12 o'clock service. That was like, <laughs> I didn't want to go that early. Yeah, she yeah. went to the 10 o'clock, I went to the 12 o'clock. So I, she always had been there, I just never had seen her. Uh, and one day I just happened to go to the earlier service. I, I think I had something to do later that day. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to see her. Wow. Like, come on, bro. Like, How does that even happen? So yeah, I've been together for like three years. So yeah, now it's been like three years and some change. August, August made three years.
1: Uh, let me ask you this question. So my homegirl called me <clears throat> yesterday. Yeah. And she was like, oh, let me tell you about this guy. I'm, I'm talking to, like, he wants me to move in, but he lives with his dad, and, <laughs> and I'm telling him that we need to go get our own place together, and I'm like, why would you, like, he's living in his purpose, that's what he want to do, he wants right. to stack up and, and stay down, let him do that, don't come in his life trying to check, so, right. as your girl ever came at you like, we need to get our own spot, we don't need to be living with your mom? Oh, never. Well, you're not living with your mom, you're mom's living with you. Yeah, yeah, facts, yeah. facts, it is a difference. Um,
0: No, so I think that... <laughs> <laughs> It's a different, I don't live with my mama, my mama live with me and it's so funny just not to go off topic but like so you know when you were a child and you like you got to clean up on Saturday and like there's things you got to do, yeah. you know I be hitting my mom with that. I'm like where you, where, where you going? Did you, did you clean the kitchen before you left? Ooh. It's so fun, <laughs> it's so fun <laughs> but it's like, it's just like a little fancy, but I love that I yeah. could do that, yeah, yeah. I love that I could do that because it's just it's all love like I understand she was trying to teach me certain lessons yeah. but. Um, To your point, like I said, my girl is very uh, self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. She don't ask for nothing. So she actually had an apartment right out, right outside of here, down the street, and she lived on her own. I would actually come to her more because my mom and my grandma lived to me. Yeah. Sometimes we wanted our own private time. But even still, when we talked about if she was to stay here for her residency yeah, instead yeah. of going to Philly, that she would have moved in with me. Mm-hmm. And I would have had to give my mom and my grandma a time limit on how long they could be here yeah, yeah. just because that's what I'm trying to do in my life. but Mm -hmm. because she went to philly i'm like all right cool y'all can stay as long as i want because for me it does a lot of things for me first of all it keeps me out of trouble having a mom and grandma in the crib like you ain't bringing nobody in that house right right because they love her like Mm -hmm. it would be crazy Mm -hmm. me to do that and then two is like i always have home around so like they cook they clean like it's Mm -hmm. it's an ideal situation honestly
1: Mm. where you from north carolina greensboro Greensboro, where from? greensboro Oh country, oh country, oh so, yes, country. Sir. <laughs> three three six. Hey, what you up? Can make it out <laughs> anywhere, then,
0: man. I'm trying to tell you, and it, it's so crazy that like I just had this conversation because for my birthday, I'm actually going to do something in Greensboro to give back to the city. Yeah. Because people don't go back and give. Yeah. Once they made it, mm-hmm. we got a lot of dope people. Like if you ever seen P Valley, uh, Alphonse, who's one of the main characters, he's from Greensboro. Yeah. Uh, the girl, one of the girls from the shop, Burgundy Baker, she's from the city. Like mm-hmm. it's people that are from there. And so many times we blow up, and not to say that they don't give back because they do, but it's one of those things where we kind of forget where we came from. Yeah, yeah. And so I want to make a conscious effort to give back to the city that made me who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's not cool or it's not Atlanta, it's not Houston, it's not New York, it was Greensboro, North Carolina, and we produce some talent, right. for real. Pe- and so I definitely want to make sure that I give back to the city
1: because that's what raised me. Mm-hmm. Giving back. How often do you give back, bro? Like, yeah. you think that's the, that's the thing for your brand? Yeah, I mean, I give back every day like literally
0: daily. And I think that sometimes when you say give people think monetary and it's not always monetary, it's time, it's attention, yeah. it's advice, it's things of that nature. Like I said, before, I was late here because I was helping my mom launch her book. And so I got a bunch of different people together that are high level entrepreneurs to get on live with us that would charge people thousands of yeah. dollars. They did it for free because I asked them to. Oh, wow! Um, even when I was back at a and they had homecoming this past weekend. There was this little girl who grew up in my church. When the last time I seen her, she was like, I don't know, like four or five years old. She was 12. So mm-hmm. said, how are you doing in school? She said, I'm doing all right. And I, I, her mom said, she has all A's and one B. And she's in seventh grade, I think. She said she's taking a ninth grade uh, class. That's what she got to be in. Mm-hmm. So I gave her $10 for every uh, A she had. So, you know, it was like $50. But to a 12-year-old, she's like, oh, my God, it's $12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'll, every time I find out you have a good report, I'm going to give you some money. Like, that's what I love. I didn't videotape it. I didn't have to tell everybody about it. But like, that's what I like to do because that's what my brand is. I talk about education. Mm -hmm. I talk about HBCUs. And I talk about helping the youth and giving back. So I have to live in what I say I do
1: for it to be real. Mm -hmm. I forgot to ask you about um, your long-distance relationship. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, your girlfriend is, is, it took off. Yeah. Gonna be be a doctor. Um, For one, do you trust her? I trust
0: her. 100%. 100% because I knew how hard it was for me to get her. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I knew if it was hard for me, and I like to think I got some decent game. I like to think I'm not ugly. Mm-hmm. I like to think I have something going for me. It was hard. Like she made me work for it. Mm-hmm. And two, like you gotta understand somebody's background. So like, I think I'm her like maybe second boyfriend. Man. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, How? Sway, She's super Indian, like like traditional Indian family. You ain't doing all of that, right? Yeah. Like you, you not, she knew she was gonna be a doctor since she was little. So that's, that's her path.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was just lucky enough to find her along that path. Yeah. So I do trust her. Like, and if I didn't trust her, we wouldn't be together. Like, mm-hmm. If you think somebody out there better than me that can do better than me, all right, then go with that. But you know, understand that you're gonna lose out and then I lose out too. So like, it's like, act crazy if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> but two, like, I'm up there all the time. Like, I'm going up there yeah. uh, in two days. Okay. Pretty much every three weeks I try to go see her just, just for both of us.
1: Okay, so every few days you're going out there just so it gets every few weeks. Few weeks. I, I say
0: three because she works six days a week, twelve hour days. Yeah. So even if I am there, she's gonna be gone for twelve hours of the day and then when she's home she wanna sleep. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm like, how could you even have time to mess with somebody else? You mm-hmm. at the hospital all day mm-hmm. from six AM to six PM. You gonna go and mess with somebody and then go back to nah, that's a lot. You gotta do a lot. So
1: I trust her and she trusts me. So okay, by being a part, that space, is it making you guys, you know, strong as a unit?
0: Yeah, it's interesting, man. Like, I've never done long distance, and I always was like, man, you're doing know, long distance, you're crazy, yeah. bro. like. But for me, I feel like we both understand that what we want long term. Mm-hmm. So the idea is marriage, family, kids, all of those things. When you have the end goal in mind, you're gonna do whatever it takes to get to that end goal. Yeah. And it's all about communication. So for instance, if she worked and got off at six, I would give her some time to get home, settle, not talk to nobody because she's dealing with patients all day. Then we would say, all right, at eight o'clock, let's watch our show. So we'll turn on Netflix together. One, two, three, play. We'll play our Netflix show and we'll watch it together. At the end, we'll talk about it. Or if we eat dinner, all right, go make your dinner. I'm gonna go make my dinner. We come and we eat dinner together on FaceTime. Like, you have to make time for the things that are important to you, just like anybody else do. you trying to make it to the league. Guess what you're going to do? Go to the gym and practice. Mm-hmm. You try to, you know, be a top chef. You're going to keep cooking and trying recipes. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make a relationship work, you're going to make it work. The people who have excuses, they don't really want that relationship. They, they playing around. They don't think that it's serious and they don't want that marriage and that end goal. Mm-hmm. So for me, because I want that, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that's happened. And now that we are on the same page and we both agree on that, it makes it a lot easier.
1: What a love story. I like that for you though, man. Like, cause man, I would like that situation right there. Meeting the girl in that situation, meeting that church second boyfriend. Come on now, come on, man. Doctor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn. She got a real hair. She don't say that. don't like wear makeup. Like oh, look, all of those things, bro. I'm a, little I'm, I'm a, I'm a blessed man, bro, and. I think that I, I love to like show my girl off online Mm. and not because I'm trying to brag, but I think that black men, we need to show off our women more. Facts. I feel like you allow temptation and things to come into your space because you're not proving that you love the woman you're with. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I like to try to show that off in a non-cringy show-offy way. It's like, we just having fun. We just, you know, enjoying each other's time in the company and being each other's partner. Mm -hmm. And that's what it really is. It's a partnership. It's a team. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you, when you got teammates, you put them all on the gram and stuff. Why, Why can't you put your girl on there unless you got something to hide? That's a fact.
1: Now, she's about to be a doctor too, like, she's about to make money. Oh yeah, and, I'm retiring instantly. Okay, see, <laughs> now, <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of guys that um, they don't want their women to work. They don't want their women to have money. Like, how do you feel about that? I mean, to each his own. Mm-hmm. I
0: think, you know, a lot of it could be based off of how you was raised and what you may have saw in your house. I don't care if she works or not. I want her to do what makes her happy. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be a doctor and you want to work all of this time, twelve hour days, if that's what you want to do and it makes you happy and it fulfills you, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I know that she's not doing it because of money. She's doing it because she loves kids. Yeah. She's a pediatric doctor, she works with kids. Mm-hmm. She loves what she does. So if that makes you happy, that makes me happy. So if you wanna work, cool. Now the minute you say you want to stop working, you have that ability too. Mm-hmm. It's flexibility. And you know in entrepreneurship and you know, making money and creating revenue for yourself, for me it's all about time freedom. Mm-hmm. The, the ability to do whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. That's what it's all about for me. Like the money gonna come and go. You gonna ups and downs, ebbs and flows, but it's about me being able to say, I wanna come here right now at this time and, and film this podcast. Yeah. Cause I want to, and this is what I wanna do with my time. That's what I want. I wanna be like, I gotta work in the morning so I actually can't come. Mm-hmm. Like that's the worst thing. So as long as she wants to work, she's able to. And the second she says she doesn't, then she don't have to.
1: Let <laughs> that answer. I'm trying to constrict your girl, let her, let her, <laughs> let her do what she wants, let her be free. Oh, man. Man. Don't be scared of her making a little money. Think she's gonna leave you or something? I don't know what they think. <laughs> my girl can make the hustle money, bring in some more money. Come on, now, bro. Come on, let's. I
0: use my money for the bills, we yeah. use your money for the trips. That's for the, the, for the shopping. Come That's... on, now. What are we doing? All
1: right, speaking of partnerships, you have a partner within your business, huh? yeah. And uh, basically, y'all started together, correct. I started it myself and my
0: cousin actually. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Me and my cousin Kai started it together. Mm-hmm. Because Kai didn't actually go to an HBCU, he was a little off when it comes to like certain things you should know. Yeah. But he was the design and the creative genius behind it. Mm-hmm. So I just made sure I brought in the right things, the right people, went to the right schools, a FAMU, Spellhouse, Howard was where we really started the brand mm-hmm. off. Um, I brought Justin in years later once I got to a certain point where I was like, yo, I can't do this anymore myself. Mm-hmm. I can't keep doing emails by myself. I can't be shipping by myself. I can't be manufacturing. Like it was too much for one person to handle. So I went with what was comfortable, yeah. which was Justin. Cause I had done so many different things with him, you know, mm-hmm. in previous endeavors.
1: Okay, so where's Kyle now? Is he still part of the business or what?
0: So he owns half of Support By Colleges. People don't know that. Half of it? Of, of the trademark Support By Colleges. Okay. The business of Support By Colleges is mine. So but how he does, owns
1: the the mark of Support By Colleges. How does he get compensated for that though? Like So yourself? he gets,
0: he gets one percent of revenue every year and he doesn't have to do anything so the reason why is because he started his own thing and mm-hmm. he's doing amazing at that and for us we built it from nothing like literally mm-hmm. it was nothing even when he made the first mark like we wasn't really it was just making stuff yeah and so when i took it to the next level and legally filed it as a business the business of support by is mine yeah, but yeah. the mark is both of ours so So did I have to have a conversation about it? Like, hey, listen.
1: Oh, yeah. You're going to get
0: 1%. (laughs) So you know what's crazy? Me and Kai, um, we actually got into, like, a really big fight, like, a few years in. And we just kept butting heads. Like, we're so much alike Mm -hmm. that, like, just our egos are strong. Like, we're prideful. We don't want to be wrong. And so, so many times we got into arguments. And it led to the point where I was like, I'm doing this on myself, and I'm going to grow this, and you do your thing. And that's when he started his own thing, and I was doing my own thing. But I don't know if he understood what I could actually do with a brand, and yeah. it like you know, so say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin-Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off. My Rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. I couldn't have not let him be a part of none of it because he is a part of the initial. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm actually working with him a little more than I was before, too. Like, we, we, we're real cool now, real close now, because that is my actual blood cousin. Yeah. Um, so we are back to the place where we were years ago,
1: and he's more involved, and I think he'll continue to be more involved. Mm-hmm. Now, has money, has money gotten in between you and friends or family? Hmm. In, in your in your come up
0: i will say that hmm, has money gotten in between us i will say that not obviously yes i think so but it's not it hasn't been obvious so i'll give it an example sometimes when i'm talking to some of my friends back home who i up with they'll make comments like oh you hollywood or Are you like oh, this man, and they'll say the stuff like that and I'm like, why are you saying? I'm the same person that I've been yeah. since mm-hmm. middle school. I've always been outgoing. I've always been popular. I have always hooped. I'll, these, nothing has changed with me besides how much money I make. Yeah. So when you make comments like that, it makes me feel like you are threatened or maybe envious of, how, of my success. Mm-hmm. So when you say as money got in the way, I think that it's affected the way people look at me and feel about me, yeah. but it hasn't ruined any friendships from what I can, from what I can see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I might be oblivious to some things as
1: well. Because mm-hmm. you're from a small town too, so, yeah. you know, on the outside looking in, you're in Atlanta, you are uh, celebrities and wearing exactly. stuff. They like. People, I, I went home to g I'm trying to tell you
0: auntie's homecoming, and the amount of love I got, like my friends were taking pictures of me. It was so weird. I'm like, yeah. bro, we used to slap <laughs> box in the bathroom in high school. Yeah, yeah. And you like, hey, bro, let's take a picture together. I'm like, oh, right. I mean, I'm cool with it. But it's yeah. just like, I understand the impact that I've been able to have on people who were. In the same places they grew up mm-hmm. and i always say a life hack is to get out of your hometown mm-hmm. like you've got to move away you got to try to do your own thing you got to like plant your seed somewhere else and see what life is like out of your comfort zone so many people don't grow because they stay where it's comfortable mm-hmm. but you know pressure makes diamonds you got to get that pressure mm-hmm. and when you get that pressure on you then it's going to show what you can really be which is a diamond so i did that i moved to dc first and i moved to new york for a year and i came down here to atlanta every move was just I want to go and I went. It was no thought process. It was no, okay, so I can make this. I just went and I made it happen. And I like put myself in a position where I have to make it happen or I'll have right. to go back home.
1: And every single time I've never had to go back home because, you know, I do what I do best, but just hustle. I just had this conversation the other day with somebody. <laughs> bro, you gotta get out your hometown, bro. Mm-hmm. You have to, cause it's gonna, it's gonna slow you down. You get too comfortable. You got too many friends, you got too Fast. many distractions. It's always at an event. You go to another state, the city, state, you don't know Turn nothing. Up. You got to restart, restart button. Yep. And all you gotta do is just focus on yourself. That's um, right. <clears throat> so, okay, with, with you and Justin, you're, he's mostly like the brains. Yeah, I would say he's more
0: technical, analytical. Uh-huh. And I'm more like creative, marketing, branding. For sure. Like looks, like photo shoots, all of that.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, now, so, okay, what all this he does, cause like he does like this, the backend stuff. Yeah, he so most, he sells like a lot of courses and teaching isn't difficult.
0: Yeah, I think he's going more into that direction. And for me, like I've been just focused on growing the brand as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So for me, like my whole goal with support by colleges is to get it to a point where like we're in every college bookstore to where like. You think about the name, you know exactly what we're talking the about. The like mission. The bookstores. So every HBCU, every campus has a bookstore, right? Mm-hmm. And instead of me trying to sell all myself online, why not go to where the people already are? Oh, put them in the colleges. Put in the bookstore Next to the... You got to go buy the books. Every year, freshman, sophomore, you got to go buy the books. Why are we not in there so when you go to buy your books, you can see our stuff too? That's guy's a genius. Like, we making it difficult. So I'm working on a deal with like Barnes and Nobles to try to make that happen, right? That's the, that's the one thing that's really important to me. Um, and then also the money that the bookstore makes from that I want to create a scholarship from so that not only can you, you get the stuff there, but it can be going towards a student you know who may have purchased at that direct university. Mm-hmm. So those are the kind of things I'm trying to implement. I want Support Black Colleges to be a global brand. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it's like such a niche, like mm-hmm. HBC's Black College, I always tell people, it's called Support Black Colleges. It doesn't right. say I went to a black college. Right, right, it doesn't right. say I'm going, it doesn't say It says support, so you Mm -hmm. can support and never win. Mm -hmm. You can support and you got the cousin that went. Like that's the brand is so broad, but it's so niche, and that's what I love about it. Because somebody like Tiana Taylor can wear it, and people like, oh, that's dope. Somebody like Chris Paul can wear it. They like, oh, that's dope. Somebody like you know Giannis can wear it from Mm -hmm. Greece, and they like, oh, he went. Bro, I was playing two K. We got it in NBA two K. There are white kids wearing this hoodie. That's crazy. I'm like. So I'm on my mic like, you have no idea what you got on. <laughs> obviously, they don't, they don't know what's yeah, what Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you have no idea what you're wearing. And they're like, yeah, it was free in the store. It was free in the uh, in the merch store. Because I told the guys at NBA 2K, when you put my merch in the game, I wanted to be free. Oh, fr- they're wearing it in the game. In the game. Like when you walk around the park, you can like play in clothes. So you got Nike, you got Adidas, you got those brands, and then you have my brand. And I wanted it to be free because don't waste your money on this. I wanted it to be free so everybody can be wearing it. So the day we dropped we dropped it Black History Month. They tried to drop it in November for, for Black Friday. I said, no, drop it Black History Month when people are more likely to support black right, people. Right, right, right. Right? So people were wearing it around. I'm just watching these white characters play it. I mean, play with it on. And I'm just like, yo, this is amazing that this kid has no idea what he's wearing. And he doesn't know that he's promoting HBCUs all over the game. It's millions of people that play the game a right. day. And so that was just such a blessing and an amazing... I I got that situation by the pull-up method.
1: I'm pulling up on folks, bro. Yeah, explain that. How did that happen? How did you (laughs) get the brand on 2K?
0: Yeah, so it's actually (laughs) very easy how I did it. So essentially, I use social media for my work benefit, right? Yeah. So this is what I did. I went to Ronnie 2K Mm -hmm. and I said, let (laughs) me see who Ronnie 2K follows, right? Yeah. Ronnie is like the, the face behind 2K. He only follows like 400 people. So I'm looking through every single person to see who he follows. And I would say about 20% of those people are people who work at 2K. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking, I'm like, all right, he's in development. He's in this, he's in this. So I send a DM to every single person that worked at 2K. Hey, my name is Corey. I have a brand called Support Back Colleges. A lot of NBA players wear our stuff. We need to be in this game, right? So out of those people, I probably sent 50 DMs. I would say maybe three responded. Two were like, oh, this is dope. Let me see what I can do to help. And nobody ever hit me back. Mm-hmm. But there was this one guy, Tim Parham, shout out to Tim. He said, oh my God, I went to UMES, which is the HBCU and I played basketball there. I love your brand. Bingo. I'm like, bro, you love the brand? Let me send you some stuff. Instantly. Oh, let me send you some stuff, boom, let me get that to you instantly. Let's not, let's not waste no time. He said, I don't work in that department, but I know somebody who does who can help. So he linked me with this lady that same day. We got an email thread, literally a week later, I was sending her designs to put in the game. I mean, it was that easy. And it was only because I, I found a way. Some people, I don't know how to get in contact. Y'all trying to reach out to DeBronny 2 k who has millions of followers, he not gonna see that. Right. But Tim, I think has has like maybe like 2,000 followers. And I had a verified page. You gonna look and see like what they want. Yeah, yeah. And then when he looked, I came with some value. I was like, boom, here's the hoodie. I wanna put this in the game. He like, oh, this is bad. I went to HBCU, so I'm proud to help you out. Mm-hmm. And now you know we have a partnership with NBA2k and looking to get back in this year. Easy breezy. Don't make it difficult, bro. (laughs) Don't make it difficult. I gotta step my game up,
1: bro. (laughs) I gotta step my game up. Okay. Dang, that was but um when I look at the brand, though, like if you just look at it and you just see the black colleges. But when you the support says it all, you don't have to be in a black college. That's right. You don't have to know anybody, but you just support support this. You could be in Spain, you could be in Australia. That's it, bro. That's like who, like, okay, how did you just Put the support on there. <laughs> was it like always, I was going to make this call support black colleges?
0: It was, it was always going kind to of like that. I think that for me, when I came out of high school, I didn't know anything about HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Like no one told me, my, I went to white private school because I, I played basketball. So like they weren't saying go to Howard, yeah. North Carolina a and Spelman, How, They were saying go to Wake Forest, go to Duke, go to mm-hmm. Carolina, go to Chapel Hill. And that's where I was applying. Mm-hmm. And my mom had actually went to Howard and I just applied just because she went. I never had visited. I, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know it was an HBCU. I just applied cause my mom went and I was just trying to, you know, mm. I'm gonna apply cause you went. Mm. So when I went to visit Howard, I stepped on campus and I was like, yo, this is wild. I'm talking about fine women. I
1: heard. <laughs> everywhere. Heard. I'm, I'm heard. talking about
0: everywhere. Music blasting, grass, green, we in DC, mm. it was, I'm I, like, the sun was shining differently on the day that I visited. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what they was doing up there, but yeah. it was, it, it was meant for me to go there. And when I had that feeling, I'm like, yo, it's so crazy. I almost missed out on something that changed my life. And so I vowed to always tell people about HBCUs mm-hmm. and the way to do that was through clothing.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what's up, brother. Mm-hmm. I know the episode is getting really good before we dive any deeper. I need to get into the sponsor for this today's episode. Being an entrepreneur, creating and maintaining a business is tough. We all know this. There's a thousand other people that's grinding just like you. What I'm getting at is you don't have to do this alone. Did you know that there's a morning call every day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern? It's called the Morning Meetup, made for you. It's created by David Shans, the top entrepreneur who built multi-million dollar businesses. Yes, you heard this correctly. This is a group made by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Do you feel stuck? That means you need to get into the room with high-level entrepreneurs. Get in the room. Basically, if you're tired of holding your own weight and it's entrepreneurship, you need to join. www.themorningmeetup.com. Join, connect, grow. I'll see you guys there. It's back to the episode. I want to ask you about... Because you be around, Amigos, bro. Um, yeah. You play basketball with Quavo, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate um, that Takeoff died last night. Right. <clears throat> woke up to the news. Um, I don't know, that broke my heart, bro. Um, yeah. It really hurt. And I don't know him personally, but, you know, just the, the impact that he has on the culture, the group itself. And it's like, all these rappers are dying, bro. Yes. And young, young too. Young, he was 28 years old. Um, in that situation, it wasn't, it wasn't due to like a robbery or he got set up or anything like that. He right. just, Like, how do you even... Okay, you you a guy with money. I mean, you don't be in the streets. You know what I'm saying? But like... Not at all. Not not even a little bit. I'm (laughs) the farthest away from a street person ever. Like, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about... You know,
0: know, rest in peace to him. Like, it's so unfortunate. I think that it all starts with, like, putting yourself or not putting yourself in position for that to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of... Celebrities and rappers now, like, there's a lot of like stuff that's wrapped about that's like guns, killing, shooting, sex, women, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And so when you talk about those kind of things, you always have to be prepared for anything. Yeah. Um. Even if somebody's not trying to set you up, just just being prepared, having security, mm-hmm. and it, it's unfortunate that you might have to have security 24 seven. But this is what rap culture is now. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of rappers like Lil Durk, Young Boy. They they be talking that cash money. Mm-hmm. And so. When you do those things, it comes with a certain life and and certain rules you gotta follow and ways you gotta move. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, you know, it starts with our children, man. We gotta start like exposing them to things that's not just rap. Like the music and what they listen to, we say what entertains you trains you. Mm -hmm. And so they're being entertained by these rappers saying, guns, 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 sex, 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 money, money, money. So that's what they think is real. When yeah. they don't understand that, you can go to school, get a good education, find a, a woman that you love. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Marry her, start your own. B- like, there's other ways to do things. But yeah. I think that we are so into the culture of living this hip-hop lifestyle and being on social media with all the money in your arms and doing all of this. Yeah. And then there's nothing wrong with that. I don't I, listen. Whatever you want to do, I'm cool mm-hmm. with. But a lot of people think that's the only way and the only option. Yeah. And two, because of these things that we got called cell phones no one wants to get embarrassed so like people don't knuckle up and fight no more it's not like let's duke it out and then dap it up and we out yeah folks is like oh you embarrass me mm-hmm. i'ma pop you mm-hmm. and it's like social media really ruined those like well people we used to fight in the bathroom at school yeah like and it'd be over like the yeah. teachers don't know about it like yeah. they fought it is what it is now like Somebody get beat up in the bathroom, somebody come back with a gun the next day. Right, because it's it's like around the whole school. That's life, but it Mm -hmm. starts with what we let entertain us. Mm -hmm. And so many things that are negative are entertaining our children. I'm I'm hearing about, like, even last week in North Carolina, where I'm from, a 15 year old and a 19 year old got killed at a house party. First of all, why was that 15 year old at the same house party a 19 year old was at? Mm -hmm. One is in high school and one is in college mm-hmm. why, why did that happen and in philly they were saying like a bunch of kids just got like and it's like kids killing kids mm-hmm. but we are as parents like a lot of these kids are growing up on the cell phone all they do is Give them an iPad pass so they can be quiet. Yeah, and they're yeah. looking at and they're exposed to so many things at an earlier age. Mm-hmm. And it's causing us to raise these people that are being raised from rappers and these people who are talking about things mm-hmm. that are not positive. So I think that's just an effect of that. It's so unfortunate because nobody deserves to die like that before their time. Nobody. I don't care what bad you've done, like, I just think that, you know, we have to put ourselves in a position when we live that kind of lifestyle yeah. to not be, you know, not be accessible like that.
1: Very true. I feel like as, as you're growing in life, once you start leveling up, it's just certain situations just, you have to realize, like, I can't be in anymore. That's right? right. Like, okay, if you're a rapper, if you're an entertainer, basketball player, like, it's just certain situations that I just can't, like, I didn't made it to this level in life. There's new things I need to be surrounded by. Like, yeah. dice games, I'm, I'm rich enough where I can be at a casino now. Mm-hmm. This, this, I don't gotta be around thugs <laughs> no more. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I think, you know, people want to keep that image or they want to, they want to be in that atmosphere just cause it's what they're used to. Yeah. And bro, I've grown, you know what I mean? Like, I don't go to my hood no more. Right. Not saying that I'm scared of the hood, but it's nothing there for me. It's nothing there for me. The people there, the conversations, the women, there's nothing there. I don't go there because I've grown. I've outgrown that so much. Come on, now. It's nothing wrong with growth. Nothing wrong and with so it. So many times people
0: make us feel guilty for outgrowing our old situations. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you mad that I became a better person than I was before? Right. And you want me to constantly go back and forth into the place that set me back when I'm Mm -hmm. trying to move forward Mm -hmm. don't work like that I can't take one step forward and two steps back and that's exactly what I do every time I go back into a bad situation Mm -hmm. we gotta like stop glorifying being a part of this culture that's street hood like that's such a negative thing to worship like can we just like why are we not praising these entrepreneurs why are we not supporting each other who are trying to do things the legal and right way yeah like get it how you live if that's if that's your only means i can't even be mad at you i can't but if i can help you get out of that situation to make you have other means i'm more willing to do that as well
1: Mm -hmm. i think people have to realize who they are now too like Mm. With, with the entrepreneurs in Atlanta, they becoming like the celebrities now, right? nice. This This circle that is growing, like people are- It's crazy. They're known and it's like, you have to really kind of watch your surroundings. You have to yeah. understand like, okay, I'm not just a regular, I'm, I'm like this guy on social media, but people don't look at me like I look at myself. Right. So you gotta be on game or like, when you walking into like areas yeah. in the mall or wherever you walk to, like clubs, parties, like what I look mm. like being in a party come on now <laughs> and and not with a section right right i can't be walking through it like oh <laughs> like oh, i
0: think i mean and to your point it's like you never know who's watching you uh-huh. so like even like today i'm out and about i went to uh where did i go today to target mm-hmm. and i'm in target somebody's like oh corey what's up and i'm like right like uh what's good bro yeah, yeah i didn't know what he wanted he like bro i saw you on uh david shan's podcast and i'm yeah. like oh that's like now I'm like, oh, okay that's uh-huh. what's up but i'm like dang like he see me from all the way, to, imagine if he was somebody who wanted to harm me. That's a fact. Like, it, it, it you got to think like that because mm-hmm. you just don't know. Mm-hmm. So that's why you don't see me wearing jewelry and all that stuff. Like, right. Like, I mean, sure, like, I, I get it. Like, it ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But at the same time, I ain't wearing it to the grocery store. Right. Like, let <laughs> me be in a controlled environment yeah. with people that I yeah. know also going to have the stuff
1: on. Uh-huh. That way it's not you like I'm be singled on the out. Bus, but right. I
0: ain't going to the grocery store with a, with a bus down, right. roly and they're like, come on, bro, come on. what are we doing? Well,
1: I mean, because, you know, some people, that's really, that's, that's, that's all. I ain't gonna say that's just right. all of them. Like that's how can I say? I don't want to. <laughs> Some people that's just all that they have, right? right you right. know what I'm saying? Like this jewelry makes me. Right. And I get it. I'll never want to be these people. But same situation. I was walking in Atlantic Station. I was walking with a, a lady, mm-hmm. and it was two guys, and it was like, "Yo, that's him right there." Oh wow! And I looked. I was like, "What's up?" yeah yo that's you what's up bro i was hey, like hey. i said i ain't know which i was on, man <laughs> pictures with me in there and i ain't know which i was on man like, yeah you can't be that's right there bro. Like, <laughs> i couldn't just keep walking because if, if i can't walk you probably stuck up on me but right. i had to stop like that was good right <laughs> straight in defense mode but like It'd be like that bro. i understand who i am and i understand everybody don't like me everybody's right. not with me right. there's certain people that's looking at me envious and jealous and want what i have or it just don't like what i'm saying I'm, crazy You don't know. You don't know. It's like 100,000 people. I'd be proud of you, bro right like i i i so happy when i see one of your posts go viral man
0: I'd be like, Yo, thank you <laughs> this, is, this is dope bro like you. why can't we celebrate each other without being jealous that we can't because you can have what you have right you can have what i have too you can right. have a multi-million dollar business mm-hmm. but you haven't applied yourself in the correct spaces to do so right you haven't put yourself in a position to win you don't go to no masterminds you don't mm-hmm. link with the right people you're doing the same things that you've been doing for years mm-hmm. and you're expecting different results and then when you don't get those results you envy somebody who did something different to get with where they go I that don't make sense to me. It don't make sense. And that's why a lot of violence started is because people didn't take themselves serious enough to go after it.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: RIP to um, take off. For sure, RIP takeoff. take off. <sighs> Crazy. Yeah, I got to do an episode about that tonight. I just I just got to speak about it. Right, right. I'm actually going to drop this this little portion tomorrow because it's just so current. Yeah. Because um, I'm pretty sure people want to hear it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so fortunate, man. What else you got for the people, bro?
0: Man, what do people need? I got a lot, listen, <laughs> my brain is just full of things. Um,
1: right now I'm in a current space where I'm looking to just impact as many people as possible. Do you ever see a point where you're gonna stop with the, the clothing brand or is this like something you're just gonna pass down to the kids, hmm. generations, or just like a stepping That's stone a to get somewhere else?
0: I think it's gonna definitely be a stepping stone to get somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want, I'm gonna work in the everyday, you know, activities of the clothing brand. Yeah. Um, I do eventually want to pass off to somebody who's actually better than me at it. Mm. Like, I think my vision is the best for it, but I don't think I'm the best person to run it. Ooh. And that comes with self-realization. Damn. Yeah, like, I don't think I'm the best person to run this brand, but I think I'm the best visionary for the brand. Uh-huh. And so what that means is like, for instance, I'm not a great CEO, right? Mm. And what I mean by that is people see the word CEO and they think, oh, I'm just a business owner. But if you look at the definition of what a CEO does, they manage, they do these things in numbers, blah, 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 all the stuff that I don't like to do. Yeah. What I really am is I'm a chief marketing officer. I'm a CMO because mm-hmm. I like marketing, branding, partnerships. That's what I really am. Yeah. But I operate as a CEO because that's all I was taught. And, yeah. I, and I think that that's what being an entrepreneur is, is just being a CEO. Right. But honestly, there's somebody who can come in this company, run the company better than me, take me to the heights I couldn't while I work in my zone of genius, which is marketing. And when I, once I get that person, oh, it's a wrap. Cause oh, I can wow. now remove myself from hiring, firing, mm, mm. looking at payroll, worry about shit. I ain't worried about that. Cause somebody is a expert at that. Wow. All I'm doing is marketing and pulling up on folks and getting these influences. Like, that's what I really need to be doing working in my zone of genius. And so many entrepreneurs fail, not because they're not good at what they do but they don't have a self-realization of mm-hmm. what they are actually good at mm-hmm. and who is better than them at that thing that they are not good at. And so um, I would love to hire a CEO of like colleges. Somebody who has, you know, a degree who is experienced in supply chain, mm-hmm. somebody who, you know, knows how to talk to manufacturing and negotiate, somebody who knows the proper procedures to hire, somebody who knows about the breakdown of like what an insurance should look like from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. somebody who knows about tech. Like, I'm not great at all those things. That's why those things sometimes lack like in my business. But
1: you talk about marketing and branding, there's nobody better than me. Like, I know I'm the best at it. So, you know. That's a powerful statement, man, To to realize, like, okay, these are my weaknesses. I know my strengths. I don't have to be the boss, right? I don't, I don't mm-hmm. need this title. Don't it's it's my brand, it's my company. I don't have to have the title CEO. I think people, when they see that title, like, I wanna be the boss. Oh, yeah. I, wanna, I wanna delegate, I wanna tell, move the pieces. Mm-hmm. But like, you know your strengths. Like with me, with my podcast, I know my strengths are sitting on this mic and <laughs> posting content. You're the talent. You're <laughs> yeah, the talent. I'm the talent. And I don't wanna do nothing else beside that, I right? And I get that. And I totally get that. I don't, I don't care about nothing else but that, but I'm gonna get to the point where that's all I'm doing, bro. And it's crazy you said that, cause yeah. I be having the same thoughts. I mean, there's people who are
0: founders and
1: owners yes, of a company, yes, yes.
0: but they don't, they're not the CEOs. Uh-huh. So like you look at somebody like, uh, I can't remember which role she plays, but Jeannie Buss. Yeah. I, I don't know if she owns the Lakers or she just the manager, but they both are not the same person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like. Uh, one of my mentors, Courtney Adelaide, she founded a company called The Main Choice and she sold it for like $500 million, something crazy like that. And now she is a CEO of a company called, uh, I, want, I don't want to say it wrong, but I think it's Obali or Obali. Mm-hmm. And it's like a conglomeration of companies. She is the founder of it and the owner of it, but she has CEOs under her and she just making millions. Like other people are doing the work and she is the brainchild behind it. She knows what it's supposed to look like, what it's supposed to be like, mm-hmm. but she's not doing those everyday tasks. We talk about time freedom. I want my time. Like if I'm the CEO and doing those things every day, how could I have the freedom of time? I'm a slave to my own business. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that. I want to be somebody that this is my business, I own that, but I can go speak at an engagement tomorrow and not worry about what's
1: going on Right, right. So Corey, this is a serious question. How much? will somebody have to offer you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I not know what going on. How
1: much will they have to offer you to sell your company, support black colleges? Today? Right now.
0: 750, 750 million. I'll be out today. Today. million. <laughs> I'll be out today. Today. Ooh. I wouldn't ask no questions. Hmm. My family be good for the next few generations. I promise you. That's a fact. And, and the reason why I say that is because We've been able to make multi-millions. Remember, I've been taking the season for three, four years. Yeah. If I could do this with my lack of knowledge, not yeah. being a CEO, yeah. if I could do this in three, four years, come on, it's worth a lot. NBA, Urban Outfitters, Foot Locker, NBA 2K, we did something with the Atlanta Braves, like, Atlanta Falcon. Like, I, I spoke in Barclays at the Nets. like This is three years. Damn. So you can't tell me that my company is not worth that. And if you, if you offer that cash, I'm out but <laughs> but i do want to say this though i need to be a part of where the company goes because it still needs to serve its purpose yeah and that's to support hb i don't want it to be whitewashed right, right, i don't right. want you to start making stuff for georgia state and all that yeah. no, no 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 that's not what this is about mm-hmm. it, i would still want to be on the board of like directors or like something like that Marketing I don't have something. To own it. yeah yeah i need to be a part of it though still yeah. but still need my bread too $750, i am talking almost to the billy mark. So, if anybody out there watching this, I know a lot of rich people watch this, <laughs> put that offering.
1: <laughs> is it negotiable? <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean,
1: I could negotiate maybe 10 million or so, but, you know. Okay, now, let's say you did touch the $750. What, what would be the next move after that? Would it just be, all right, I'm good now. I ain't doing nothing, or? I would start, if I got $750
0: million today, first thing I would do is pay off anything that my mom, anybody in my family had that was debts. Wow, that's a good answer. Um, I would pay off my girl's school, all those bills and all of that. And I would start traveling instantly. Well, at least a couple years, like. Yeah, like just travel, yeah. like just live the life that I want to live. Yeah. It's short, you yeah, know, yes. and we don't know when it's going to be over. So I'm going to go ahead and start traveling. I'm going to invest in a lot of things, properties, yes. Airbnb, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, and then I would also like start to really invest in my personal development. Cause i really want to become more of a speaker i want to speak more i feel like i have a lot to say me too. but i haven't gave it the correct outlet and mm-hmm. you know i don't think i'm a i'm a great at podcasting but i think i could be good at just speaking i want to speak to schools colleges things of that nature me too man yeah so that's what i would love to do but you know i want to just take care of my family take care of the needs i want to put money aside for my next generation next generation next generation i want all of them to have like 50 million just waiting Mm-hmm. And they they might not know it's there. They got to do some things to unlock it. Yeah. And then when they get to it, it's like, I'm good. Fact, so, fact. you know, I want them to still have some life lessons and learn some things. And mm-hmm. not struggle, but I want them to be able to understand what they do have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I just take care of my family for the next few generations.
1: I won't even be able to see what happens with it. But I know that we'd be good. That's a fact. I know when I, if I ever did get touched that type of money. <clears throat> I'm going to Asia. It's like the deep mountains. And I'm going to uh, become like a monk. <laughs> So I, yeah. I want to like. I seen people like. i got the orange on. <laughs> listen, I see people do like handstands on their fingers. Uh, like I want to create that type of power, bro. I want to do like. I seen somebody do some like uh, and fluke somebody. I want to. Uh, I yeah. want to tap into like my. Uh, you watching Doctor Strange? Dr.
0: <laughs> Strange.
1: He bro, listen, listen. It's real, bro. You can you can literally uh, and that's yeah, yeah. somebody level. All right, that's another yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch, I tell you. you gonna see me like. I'm like,
0: did he buy that kind of power? power?
1: (laughs) Man, this is a super dope interview, bro. How long has it been? (laughs) Wow, wow. I did not feel like that. Dang. (laughs) Don't ask me anything else, man. man. That was a good interview, bro. How did you guys get into like Urban Alfred and Foot Locker? Was it the same method? Like, was it just yeah. reaching out, finding people on Instagram? Yeah, so we actually had this
0: um, this guy who served as like an advisor who used to be a buyer at like a lot of these big stores. Yeah. And he actually just leveraged his connections, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, we found that person through just doing what we do every day, yeah. which is just promote ourselves, be the brand that we are. And people will come to you, or attract the people that you're supposed to, you're working in your truth Mm -hmm. and that's what we were doing so the right people have come in our direction and some of the wrong people as well but we have the discernment of understanding okay this is not right this is right this partnership works this partnership doesn't yeah um there's power in saying no and a lot of people say yes to everything they get yes and when you say yes to something you're saying no to something else subconsciously you don't even know Mm. so i would rather say no to something i know that's not beneficial for me long term not short term see so many people think short term right now but don't think the long-term effects but for me i can say no now because i understand me saying no to this provides the opportunity for something else to thrive
1: mm. i like that concept um damn that question just went over my head <laughs> i have to ask it oh, i hate when i go live if i start going live and i start doing this shit. oh yeah <laughs> damn was that the tip of my huh what was it all right man Fuck it. <laughs> I'm mad at that. It's all good. What, chord? <laughs> 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 well, ah, oh, man. Uh, well, it's this thing I'm about to, uh, I just signed up for, it, bro. Okay. I'm gonna send it to you, bro. It's like I think it's like they said it's um. Well, how can I say this? It's uh, it's like the the singing with the stars or. It's like the, it's the speaking version of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I seen like uh, Grant Cardone on the fly or something like, so it's going to be in 11, oh. um, November 5th. I'm going to attempt to go. It's like wow. finding, finding the best speakers. Wow. I would love to be a part of that. I'm going to send it to you, bro. Um, yeah, that sounds dope. And then it's like, they, they choose like the finalists. And then I think mm-hmm. the, the last 20 goes to Miami and like a she... speak off or something. The most powerful speaker It's something into that.
0: I would love to try out even knowing I'm not at my best. Right. just to know what I need to get better at. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Like, mm-hmm. if I get my bag now, I, if I get my bag, it, it gets scary. But I gotta get, like, I, I can't just turn it on like that. Like, yeah. like we have a conversation, as we go on, I get a little better and better as we go yeah. along. But, I mean, that's dope. I'm, I'm all for putting myself out there and seeing mm-hmm. what could happen, because you never know.
1: No, why don't you, why don't you get like a, a mentor, for like, you know, speaking?
0: So I actually am, so Jeremy Anderson He's a speaker. He's an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He does exactly what I want to do, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I actually he had a free uh, like online webinar masterclass that I was taking, and I'm gonna start utilizing him more seriously too. That's what I'm trying to get the business where it needs to be so that I can properly take the time and invest in that, uh, invest in myself. Yeah, I think he'd be a good person for it. Yeah, I I would love it. Like, I'm passionate about helping others. I'm passionate about you know just sharing my knowledge. Like. Why should you have to go and waste and or lose a hundred thousand dollars when I've already done it? Like mm-hmm. learn from my mistakes. Mm-hmm. Don't go do it yourself. Hey, this is what I did wrong.
1: Let me show you what you can do right mm-hmm. so that you don't run into the same issues I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my next goal to be like to step on the bigger stages and yeah, and and speak not podcast form but like actually motivate. Um, and I really want to start with the kids. Um, yeah, because I went through juvenile and stuff like that, and I want yeah. to go back to those kids that was in my that's position. Good. And giving my story, like, okay, this is not the end for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've seen guys that went from juvenile to uh, uh, county jail to prison yeah. doing life, and you know, wow. me, I, I, I figured it out, and you know, mm-hmm. kids could do the same thing, and I want to give back. That's my way of giving That's back. Dope, man. Now, okay, let me ask you about EYL. Was this was it a surprise that you did that interview with EYL? Surprise, no. Um, was it a i i I told them it was long overdue. Oh, okay.
0: So I had I had been trying to get on EYL for a while because mm-hmm. I felt like we deserved it. Mm-hmm. And Rashad and Troy, they, when I first got to the interview, they made a joke because I was like, they said, "Yeah, I so, saw you in know, our comments talking about some." Oh, I guess I'm not good enough to be on because <laughs> that's the kind of person I am. I'm yeah. like, oh, I guess I can't do it. I yeah, guess I'm yeah. not good enough because that's what I, how I genuinely feel. Like, yeah. you asking everybody around me, but not me. Mm-hmm. You know, I I feel the type of way because I work hard for what we earn. Yeah. And so. Uh, when, when they asked us to do it, I was extremely happy. Those are my guys. Yeah, I um, mean, it was always been all love. I've I've been to all of their events that they have in the area. Mm-hmm. I, I buy boost at their events and bend. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a dope experience. Their their audience and their their community is strong, boy. They are strong. I I haven't seen many communities like it, but uh, it was definitely a blessing and. The coolest thing about it was people that I knew were so excited that I was on it. Yeah. That's how I knew it was like, like, I've been on a lot of things. And when I was on EYL, it was like, oh my God, you It's like, oh, so now you believe that I'm really doing this <laughs> so I'm on EYL, but before you didn't believe me. So, man, shout out to EYL, man. I, I love what they got going on. And the financial literacy piece is so important for our community because nobody was yeah. really doing that at a high level before them. I ain't
1: going to lie, when I seen them, I was like, damn, man. <laughs> man they ain't never coming on my podcast. They too big now. <laughs> Damn, that's what I uh, got a first. Is I can
0: see them right here talking. I ain't
1: gonna lie to you. I can see no, them. No, I'm right talking here. about y'all. Oh, uh, oh no. I was, nah. like, I was like, damn, they out of here now, nah, bro. Nah, nah. Can't get them on there. But no, I watched I watched that interview. I watched yeah. um Inside the Vote. Oh yeah. Um I seen oh. the David Shands. Yeah. Nah, I have been watching, bro. Like definitely a, like a, I I ain't gonna say a fan. I appreciate but that. I support for yeah. sure. Like
0: I love it, bro. Yeah. That's the, I need that. Like it means a lot to me when my peer Mm. can say something like that mm. like it's one thing for somebody who's like trying to grow and all of that saying mm. it but when somebody that like you see eye level says it it means a lot because it yeah. means that like not only are we inspiring those but we inspiring people right around us mm. and me coming to who with y'all on wednesdays and hearing y'all stories and stuff that makes me want to go hard like mm. and that that's important to me so i really value that almost more than you know other things mm. because that's just so important so you know, keep telling people that. And I, I need to make sure I do the same thing. Like sure. I see somebody, like I try to hop in people's lives. Like, Maddie J was on live the other night and I'm like, hey bro, you killing this. Yeah, like yeah. I, they just need to hear that. Like yeah, it might yeah. seem obvious, but like, yeah. nah, let me tell you, let me give you a flower. Somebody
1: that's on their level
0: too, right? Yeah, Whatever. yeah. Like I respect what you got going on, mm-hmm. bro. you really doing it. And there's so many people out here in Atlanta that's really
1: doing it. You wrote me too though. You was like, bro, you're killing the podcast. Yeah, bro. I'm <laughs> killing it, bro. What's up? Why, why not?
0: I'm I was surprised
1: it. when I got the best. I was like, yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, bro.
0: I see you doing it. Why well, 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 look like this? Let me just be quiet.
1: Right, right, <laughs> like, right.
0: Come on, right? You, I'm a hater? Like, what's going on? It costs nothing. It costs, it costs nothing.
1: zero, bro. Like,
0: Four or five words. Bro, I'm trying to tell y'all, if y'all see somebody doing something great up here, anybody just show them some love fire emojis it literally costs (laughs) nothing to say yo you are doing a great job Mm -hmm. you've worked hard you deserve this you earn this what does that do negatively for you and so many times we focusing on i'm not trying to like a a corny or a dick rider like bro you can't be a dick rider if you're supporting your friends that's right Yo, i'm supporting that's what friendship is that's what support looks like. Support is a verb. It's an action. Mm-hmm. So how can you do this action, this verb, if you're not like saying something? Mm-hmm. And so many times people won't, don't want to look corny or like a lame. Like, bro, you look lame actually not saying nothing.
1: You look lame supporting people you don't know like rappers.
0: Oh, people posting Beyonce happy birthday, but you ain't shout out your man's <laughs> business. Come on, bro.
1: Man, you ain't gonna, it
0: your, girl, she not ain't gonna, gonna see, see it. That. She not gonna see not it, gonna that, gonna it. bro. Yo, know, you talk about. Danny laying the baby's beef, but you can't promote your friend, business, or podcast? Mm,
1: mm, mm.
0: Come on, bro. That's corny. Mm. I ain't with none of that. Like, it, it, when, when I be seeing people, I be wanting to say something so bad. That's for real, bro. But I just be holding my tongue because I just, like, the same my fight to yeah, fight. it ain't. It ain't. <laughs> I, I just make mental notes. It ain't. All right, so you wish Beyonce every birthday, Jamie Foxx, and Diddy. But when it's my birthday, you didn't say
1: anything. Didn't say nothing. But but, <laughs> but you want to be mentored. Okay. Your homeboy dropped the mixtape, but you posted a little baby mixtape. <laughs> yeah. you didn't post your homeboy. I try, to, I try to make that like a, a emphasis like, all right, my homeboy yeah. got a mistake, that's just out. All right, let me post. Whatever I can do. Like, right. If I can post it on the reel if I can post it on, on my podcast, yeah. whatever I can do to support, you know, like if it's little, little uh, means it's better than nothing. Sharing a story.
0: Nothing. Just sharing that one post of the story. Mm-hmm. Like, it don't take nothing, in 24 hours it'll be gone. Mm. Yeah. is that easy. That easy, man. Fire
1: emojis man. Yeah. Pump, pump fists. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, you mentioned community, like, uh, is okay. Support Black College, like, is that something that I work on, like, building a oh community? Oh my god, that's all we work on is building community. Mm-hmm. Community is the reason why we haven't ran ads in two years
0: but still make the same amount. Don't sales. run any ads. I ran ads in a long time. Ever since Facebook changed the way you can track ads, we haven't ran ads. Uh-huh. There's no need to run ads if you have a community that's gonna promote for you regardless. Right. Somebody asked me, they said, who's the biggest influencer that you want in your brand? And I said, the biggest influencer I want in my brand is my customer. They buy the merchandise, they wear the merchandise, and they promote you for free. Mm.
1: I'll
0: take millions of those. I'll take take millions millions of those. those. Mm. People focusing on these big names, focus on your community. Figure out what they want, figure out what they need, figure out how you can serve them the best, and they Mm. will always repay you. I promise you every Mm. single time. So that's how we can run this brand, grow this brand without no ads. We got real influencers who are our people who paid for the stuff. They paid shipping, they paid for the production, they paid for all of that, and they still promote for free. That's the kind of customers I want, and that's why we build community. Mm, mm,
1: mm. Let's give it up to Corey, man. Give it up to Corey. (laughs) I appreciate this interview, man. Um, No problem, this is dope. Man, hopefully it makes me famous. Hopefully they go to EYL, see that interview, they go to here, or whatever direction. Um, Yeah, shout out to you, support black college man everything that you're doing bro like it it really motivates me bro for you to do this in three years and i'm only in year one bro so i'm i'm oh, you thinking like let's get it okay if you could do this in three years shit, all right i just got That's a fact. i'm not trying to race or anything like that it's just like okay what come on man beat me to it yeah. come on bro let's get it like. yeah friendly competition like yeah, what can bro. i do within three years like how can i like push the gas yeah bro you know what i'm saying like yeah i appreciate you ever
0: need any anything like with clothing bro let me know
1: well actually um no <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i said it on camera so it's all good
1: <laughs> no i just need like help with um like maybe like manufacturing um maybe like a uh like fulfillment
0: that's perfect so so my my fulfillment center kessie um she's been allowing me to give out her information so she can do it for other businesses as well wow and she's based in miami so if you ever want to go to miami
1: i'd I'll be, I'll be in miami like it's nothing
0: yeah i mean that's what she at so be in miami tomorrow so you can work and play
1: <laughs> so, look, so do you already have to get everything designed to ship it to her, or she just hold it and then it should go? No, up. So,
0: she actually has a warehouse in Columbia as well. So, she owns a warehouse in Columbia and then she opened one in Miami for like shipping and the, the um, like, uh, customs and stuff. She, yeah. she wanted to make it easier to get stuff to the States without shipping it directly to the person. She can cut costs and, you know, boat, she can boat it over versus like, it's a bunch of different things. She so, in do.
1: Columbia, she's making this?
0: Yep. Oh, uh, Lord. Just, she, make, she can make anything too.
1: Unemployed. We up next
0: I connect you with her I connect
1: you with her We it. up next Man <laughs> Listen This interview put me on the map Shout out What's her name Kessie Kessie, <laughs> Shout we, to on Kessie. we on the way I gotta way, call Kessie.
0: I should call her She go I don't know We on the
1: way Yeah Alright man If you guys enjoyed this interview man Leave a comment Subscribe to the channel Check out Corey I leave an Instagram in the description Man it's been a blessing man Just sitting here talking to you bro Like I know I'd be Busting your ass in basketball Woo but- Sit here Stop with the you. That's a cap. Stop the cap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what's up, bro? <laughs> All right, man. To meet again, man. Richard to <laughs> the podcast. No more podcasts in the world. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, that was dope, man. No.